0: Welcome to the Dragonheart Ascension podcast with Sonia, where we mediate for innovative quantum solutions as the Dragonheart Light Council in preparation for Mother Gaia and Humanity's Ascension in 2029. Welcome, Peta. So I just wanted to go over briefly what you missed. So... The foundation of the council off through a triad, which is the Trinity energy. So that's the first thing that has to be anchored into the field. An example of the triad in the cosmos would be eternal spirit, dreaming itself into the divine feminine, the divine masculine and the Holy spirit or the sun, eternal spirit. I look at it as being Sophia. And then on a physical level, micro level we have the atom as the proton the neutron and the electron proton is the positive energy which is divine masculine the electron is the divine feminine as the negative energy and the neutron or the sun is the neutral witness so as a triad we are holding those spaces that's the foundation of a council you have to establish that first So we were just talking about our experience of working as a triad and how each of those positions are held individually and also collectively so that the energy is always moving. You're never just in one position. You might hold an energy for a little while and then it switches to something else. So it's a fluid experience. It's never that one person is one thing, although that can happen also in the experience. So the important thing is to be receptive and to be open to how you're being called to be present in the situation. Okay. I was quoting from Matthew, when two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So I am source comes into our field when we gather together in unity consciousness, right? We want to come together as an empty vessel to receive guidance from divine will, divine source to be an instrument for whatever's needed in in the world. And so the first part of the triad is to actually learn how to be the receptive vessels. The, The divine masculine in the triad can anchor in the quantum field into our sacred space. The divine feminine is the receiver. She receives the energy from the quantum field. And the neutron, which is the capstone of the pyramid is the witness to see what is being received into the field for us to work with. So it doesn't matter if you're in a male form or a female form, we both have the divine feminine and masculine within us. It doesn't mean that only a male can hold the proton position and only a female, the electron. In fact, what happens is that when you're working with a triad, those roles are constantly being shifted. Sometimes one person or two people are, are witnessing. Usually it's one person being the witness, which then shares the vision for the whole group. And when that happens, because we're one part of one field, we actually can see it with a lot of clarity what the person is describing. And someone might be the ears receiving inner guidance. It really depends. Bennett and I have typically held the foundation for the pyramid. And the third person has typically held the capstone. We hold the foundation. And then the third person is like the capstone, which is like the eye to receive the information which then we work with, but it's always shifting. And in fact, as one field, we are constantly changing roles and blending our energies. It's actually a blending of energy. So we become one body, one mind, one heart, receiving into the field, receiving from Sophia, divine inspiration for what we want to do. So initially, we don't even have an intention other than to be of service. And then as we develop as the triad, then we start coming in with intentions and asking for guidance. But most of the time, we just show up. I think when we first started working in a triad in 2008, the guidance was to start building diamond light grids. We finished that work in a matter of three months. We were always receiving. We never went in with an agenda. It was always about just receiving from source what it is we needed to do.
1: Yeah, bottom line, if you just... Open yourself up. Source will tell you what is going
0: to happen. Yeah. I want to get Bennett's perspective on this because we've been doing this for a long time and I know he has a lot more to say.
1: There's so many different dynamics to this. What has normally been is I seem to be the holder of the energy and the foundation. And then there's the person who typically sees more literally and then there's the one who interprets it and so it goes back and forth the cool thing is that the more you do this the more you um, assimilate each other's gifts but I think the really magnificent thing about this besides the fact of how it stimulates each person's evolution because we've had experiences where any one of us have had their gifts, if you will, expanded by virtue of the combined energy where they're not as functional, perhaps, outside of the triad. The really significant thing about triad work and ultimately council work, in my opinion, is we begin to understand that we are beyond intellect that we are so extraordinarily powerful and have the ability to literally influence things way beyond our immediate physical realm on the planet, and the cosmos. And we have directly experienced and observed significant things occurring because of the triadic work. So it's just part of human nature sometimes not to really take in just how full and magnificent each one of us is as an aspect of divinity. So when we come together and we start really cultivating that mindset and we see whatever it is we receive, the ability for significant change is pretty intense. It's wonderful. Yeah, I got gotcha. you.
0: I wanted to read something that Bennett channeled through Saint-Germain. He had some very profound things to say about the triad. So this channeling happened in November of 2016. When the sun was in Scorpio, the moon was in Gemini. This gathering will embrace the energies of the individual, the archetype, and the infinite of this council that you were a part of. So... I see the archetype as these roles that we play. Father, mother, child, that's the family, Adam, king and queen, uh, the priestess, the priest. You know, we have these archetypal roles. So as you work in the triad, those aspects of yourself will come forward and you will receive your spiritual gifts and totems that you have earned another life so that you can reawaken those powers within you. What is seen from this perspective is that the council is evolving both with the people involved at the present time and those who will come. You are part of establishing a unified field. It is the focus on the immediate here and now, which will give you the most connection and insight with all that seems to be happening somewhere else. Now, that's key. It's really about not doing anything, but being present in the moment and just showing up For what wants to come through you (laughs) it is the greatest paradox that out there is truly within what is important here is that each of you celebrate and encourage the unique gifts of the other so there is a dance of recognition of supporting and participating with the other notice the almost instant evolution as it occurs that's something i can testify to the growth is exponential when you start working with three. It really starts changing the field and what you can do in the field. As each of you and others gravitate towards more expanded representations and the I am of that which you are becomes more than an occasional visitor, the much greater direction will be given and made obvious. Some of it by literal transmission, some by intuition and often by synchronicity. It is not necessary to try and mandate anything other than what is easily assimilated. So I was saying earlier, we don't really go in with an intention other than to be of service and to be open to divine will. In all the years that we've worked, we rarely have had an agenda. We allow ourselves to be guided and to be used in service for wherever we're needed. The council is in motion and perceives the true desires from beyond what each of you is fully aware of. And there's so much more that we're not aware of. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Understand the archetypical energy that is represented by that which you are manifesting. I'll say that again. Understand the archetypical energy that is represented by that which you are manifesting. And that's an ongoing process, and it could be changing. But there might be a central theme that you find within your soul that is consistently showing up as you do this kind of work. Embrace it with love and view your activities from that place rather than from personality. Huh. And personality would basically include the ego. So we want to leave the ego out of it.
1: Yeah. Okay. No nope. problem Not- for the ego to be in this thing. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: It doesn't work. And that's why so many groups fall apart is because everyone shows up with an agenda and with their ego in place and they just rip each other apart. All right, so it doesn't work that way. So that is all that is required in the now. Each of your present earth live streams is the tip of a massive and ancient spiritual heritage. That is no small statement. (laughs) You actually have three live streams that hold the blueprint another Trinity relationship that holds the blueprint for all your life streams. You have 12 life streams that are your core archetypal or archetypical life streams that you need to congregate coalesce into conscious memory for your ascension. The Christ codes are actually designed to help you do that. And also to help you reach the frequency of energy that is needed To ascend with mother earth because when she ascends she is operating at a new vibration of energy so i'm going to go back again each of your present earth live streams is the tip of a massive and ancient spiritual heritage it is essential to allow that i am presence to resurface into activity in this now no forcing the evolution of each of you and others is moving at warp speed. And believe us, brother, that is enough. <laughs> However, it is cautioned that any frustrations and emotions regarding the speed of all of this happening be moved into an energy of joy. Indeed, if they are held onto, this great service will not be able to occur in as meaningful and impactful a manner, if at all. Don't try and manufacture the answers. Learn to relax into what you already are and they will become obvious. All the other frustrations that may appear are from the personality part of this suggested trinity of evolution. Not good or bad, just slower and less inclusive. And that is from my beloved from a couple channelings in 2016 while we were doing our triad work. Bennett, you want to add or expand or comment?
1: One can rarely say things in as concise a manner as St. G. It's an ongoing evolution. And contrary to the way most of us work, it is to not have expectations. There have been many times in the past when I thought, oh, this doesn't have any relationship at all and that was true sometimes but there are other times when seemingly unrelated things may be coming in that actually are of value on reflection if they have any possible meaning or relationship Sonia will pick it up (laughs) that's one of her major gifts is seeing how the dots connect when they don't seem to be even in a remotely the same pattern. And they do. So enjoy it. St. G has teased me about my love of the word process. So I've been endeavoring to not say the word process too much. So let's see. Enjoy the evolutionary practice of participating in this. I think that's about it. What I got to say right now.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dragonheart Ascension podcast. If you want to learn more about the twelve stages of ascension, then download a free copy of my new ebook, Christ Codes: Ascension Mastery. Go to ChristCodes.com to get your free copy now.